Welcome to the Speech Uncensored podcast. We're doing something a little bit different today. I have a very short little episode um, that I've sat down and recorded with Dr. Amanda Stead of Pacific University. And we're talking about a live two-hour CEU course that we're doing with SpeechTherapyPD.com. And we just wanted to share some information on that with you guys. It's about um, our role as speech and language pathologists in end-of-life care. So I'm just going to go ahead and kick it over to Amanda, who's going to tell us all about the content. My name is Leanne Porter, and this is the Speech Uncensored podcast. Hello, Amanda. How's it going? It's going wonderful. Thanks for having me. It's a delight to have you back. Um, we're doing something a little bit different today. We're just having a really short little chit chat about the whole topic for today is about a two hour interview we're going to do um, live on Monday night, May 11th. And we're going to be talking about end of life care in the SLP. Now, for those who have listened to the podcast before, you were on for an hour for our podcast where we talked about end of life care for the SLP. So how is what we're going to be doing May 11th different from what we did in April? Well, I'm actually really excited to be able to offer this follow-up. And I think one of the things maybe your listeners heard in our initial conversation is that we didn't have the opportunity to really dive deep into Mm -hmm. some really good and complicated case studies and like tangible tools and really how you're going to take this to work with you on Monday and really start to institute some real tangible change and try some things on to help get you more engaged in providing better care. Ooh, okay. All right. I love everything that you said there. Those are like all the things I look for when I want to learn something is how do I apply this? How can I take this and put this to work the next day? Um, so why would an SLP want to participate in a CEU on end of life care? Like why, why are we talking about this? Well, I think really the the pitch that I want to make to all my SLP colleagues out there is that this is really a part of our scope of practice that I think a lot of us didn't receive a lot of support in learning tools. And I don't think our settings have always supported us in doing the right work or learning how to step into that work. And Mm -hmm. what we know is like our scope of practice is telling us to be in those spaces What we know is that that is a really important formative moment for families and patients and that it really warrants like the best evidence-based approaches and family-centered care that we can provide. And I think this relationship between we haven't had a lot of support educationally, we're not getting a lot of support in our setting, and that's leaving us feeling like we don't know what we're doing, you know, really warrants the opportunity to say, here are the tools, here's how you do the work here's the right places to begin, here's the right questions to ask, and I think give you the opportunity to sort of learn how you're going to step into the setting if you haven't had that opportunity yet, and how you can do the work differently or try some new things if you're already operating in those settings. Okay, excellent. Ooh, yes, I'm so looking forward to this. I'm so glad I get to be a part of this. I'm really thrilled. All right. So who would this two hour CEU benefit best? Like, yeah, I, you know, I try, I try not to pitch it to all the people, but I probably will. I mean, I think the low hanging (laughs) fruit, of course, is anybody who's working with patients that are medically fragile, anybody who's existing in a setting, um, 
like long-term care, home health, uh, skilled nursing, you know, but what I would really say is like, if you're a human who works with people, I think this is work you should learn how to do. And I think, um, you know, what we talked about in that first one hour is that this conversation feels really palatable alongside geriatrics and medically fragile. But the reality is, is that in every one of our settings where we exist, we have complicated patients with complicated stories. And these conversations are better had if you've had the opportunity to learn more in practice before you have them. So if you're a human, you should definitely participate in this course. Excellent. So let's talk a little bit more about the nitty gritties of the course. Um, I host a podcast where people just listen. There's no visuals. There's nothing to see. Um, but that's going to be different from for this two-hour course um, on May 11th on our Monday night. Um, how will it be different? You know, I think this has been such an interesting thing to try to consider. Like, how can we make this really interactive? And I think, you know, even when I attend face-to-face CEUs, it's like I get so tired of someone talking at me. And mm-hmm. so, you know, what we're going to be doing is giving you the opportunity to sort of like probe some of your knowledge of some of these areas. You know, we're going to, I'm not going to say quiz you because that's a very educator term, but I think give you the opportunity to sort of be like, wait, do I know what that is? What would, what direction would I go and sort of check your own sort of knowledge or make a plan? The other thing we're going to be doing is presenting some really ethically gray (laughs) case studies and give you the opportunity to really consider what are many right options? And I think that's kind of the best thing about working with people is that there are lots of ways to be right. And there are certainly a few to be wrong, but I think give you the opportunity to really dig deep in those case studies and figure out where, what direction would make the most sense for you. I definitely learn best by having real life patients mm-hmm, uh, yeah. presented to me and think through how I would handle them. So we're going to start there. I cannot wait to give really complex scenarios and see how people would respond to them. Many of them I'm going to pull from the weird and wonderful world that I've been practicing in and studying in for the last many decades. There's some wonderful ethicists who have written some just complicated cases. (laughs) I mean, you're going to throw me a softball or something too, right? Like you're going to ease me into this very... I will will definitely ease you in. I think one of my favorite case studies, and this is a case study I like to use a lot, is to first consider that You know, many of us work with patients who have just had, you know, a brush with death or something really kind of scary happened to them. And this is kind of a great opportunity for them to consider what that advanced care planning looks like. So, you know, this is a situation all of outpatient, skilled, home health, hospital, like this is where we live. It's like, what's the one sentence maybe you want to come out of your mouth to say, hey, have you considered writing some of this down? Now that you've been through this situation, I, have you considered how filling out an advanced, advanced directive might be like the most awesome therapeutic task ever that you can integrate into your goals? So I think we can really think about being like super functional at the right time at the right moment. Yeah. Ooh, that's going to be good because I see the functionality of that like a hundred percent, but then I'd be like, 
already I'm feeling anxious. I feel awkward. Like how, how can I smoothly put that in and not be like, so friend, I think you're going to die. Let's talk about advanced directive. Like I am the most awkward salmon. On this planet. Like clearly I need to be in this course. So obviously I will be there to learn. <laughs> well, and like one of the things I would love to do in the course. And I think something that sometimes you need other people's pocket phrases. Mm. So what do I say? when I say that to a patient and I would love to give you like my top eight phrases that come out of my mouth. So mm-hmm. you can put them in your pocket. And then when you're feeling a little out of your mind or like a little nervous, you could be like, Oh, well, here's a sentence that another person is telling me has worked for them. And this is a good way to say it. And like my roots in counseling, I think have really informed those conversations. And I personally have had really good outcomes I feel like bridging those topics in the right way excellent oh good okay yay I'm like super stoked now I mean I was before because we've talked before and I've learned so much and I love your approach and your heart and your realness that you bring to the table like you're not coddling anybody um you're being real and honest and treating them like a human being which is exactly what we all want and in these moments so all right um Okay, so yeah, it's going to be um, live two hours that will be recorded. So you'll be able to access it if you're not free that Monday night in May 11. Um, and you get to see our beautiful, charming faces and all their splendor. So that's another, you know, that should, if, you, if you haven't been hooked yet, that should be the seller point. Am I right? Oh, great. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs>